0: Well, I wanna welcome everybody to today's Entrepreneur Show. My name is Heidi Richards-Mooney and I am your host today. And I am delighted to introduce to you our featured uh, guest today. Her name is Irina Leone. Irina is a visual branding expert, digital marketing consultant, educator, professional speaker, and branding photographer. Wow. The founder of Dream Responsibility Productions and Power Portraits, she's best known for her work teaching business owners to maximize audience connection through the power of photography. Irina grew up in Latvia in the former Soviet Union. Welcome to America. Thank you. (laughs) After earning her master's degree in science there, she spent two years as a PhD student at the University of New Mexico before immigrating to the U.S. Irina spent several years in the cushy U.S. technology job, finally striking out on her own in 2009, to follow her dream of having a creative career as an advertising and branding photographer. When not gushing about the importance of visual brand. Strategy. You'll find Irina pushing through a good workout, adventuring in foreign lands, horseback riding, or learning to snowboard, all while navigating businesses and life challenges with humor and grace. She lives with her teenage son in Montville, New Jersey, and you can learn more about her at IrinaLeone.com. Welcome, Irina.
1: Thank you, Heidi. That was a long introduction.
0: I know, I know, and (laughs) I'm I, I didn't know what to cut out because it was all so important. So thank you very much for being with us, and it'll—I think—it sets the tone for our conversation today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: It's well, my you. pleasure. Uh, we live in a world of content overload. So my first question to you is: How can entrepreneurs break through and actually reach their desired audience?
1: I'm finding, and it's pretty widely known by now, that the only way to get through all this noise is through visuals it's everybody's saying it's videos it's images but nobody is talking about what kind of images and what kind of videos we still need to because everybody started all of a sudden creating video content everybody started producing images and hiring great photographers the branding photography has become such a popular word about it, uh, among photographers that everybody's adding it to their tagline. They do weddings, they do babies and they do branding photography, you know, everybody oh, wow. <laughs> so it's a big, it's a big world out there and everybody's trying the best they can. So my mission is to f- get people focused on exactly what they need to do, what kind of content to create, to get through to their audience because we don't want to attract a million of people who are not going to engage with our brand, right? Okay. We want to chat maybe 1,000 of the ones that are going to be biggest fans. They're the ones that are gonna help us grow. So our goal is to target those specific people, engage with them in a proper way, create the videos that they want to see, create the images that will help them realize that you are the person they've been looking for. (laughs) To solve whatever problem you're solving and to become your biggest fan and start following and reading all the newsletters that you're sending them, everything. To grasp that attention of that ideal person, of your ideal customer, is what visuals are so powerful for.
0: So if you could define what branding photography really is, then what does that mean? Because I think it is a buzzword I'm hearing a lot, and I'm sure that that the people listening are, but do we really understand what that means?
1: Mm, Well, most of the people don't, obviously. (laughs) So um, some people would say branding photography is producing images for businesses to post on their social media, and that is a part of it. It's true. Um, A lot of people would say that branding photography means hiring somebody to walk around with you throughout the day and take photos of you working uh, with stylized photos, some you know some succulents and notepads, cute cute kind of fonts and to make their Instagram feeds perfect. That unfortunately is not it anymore. Cute Instagram feeds will not connect with the audience. We see way too many of them nowadays. And a lot of people will say that branding photography is to have a nice business headshot. Okay, professionally done, beautiful headshot with the right posing, with the right messaging, right body language, the lighting and everything is super important. But unfortunately, again, just that headshot is not going to do it. We need to create stories so a good branding photographer is the one that has a marketing hat on the one that has the experience of creating pathways for their customers from seeing them for the first time to becoming a buyer okay now the person who is doing all of these things realizes how this pathway is made learns everything about the business they're they're working with a good branding photographer and that is what a branding photography is this is what you should expect from your branding photographer
0: so so tell me walk us through that process of what a branding photographer would do for uh, for a client so
1: everybody works in their own way of course I have my own system designed I analyze their customer avatar a lot of people a lot of people you'll be surprised Haiti have not Walk through the exercise. And I saw on your website, I saw that you guys have a course on the customer avatars. That's amazing. I think it's one of the most important things that people should be doing. Regardless of where they are <laughs> in their business, every year we have to review that customer avatar and make the adjustments because we evolve, the business evolves, the customers, um, the world evolves, what people are expecting of us and want from us changes. So that needs to be done yearly. Every time when we're doing we doing our goals, we need to review the customer avatar. So that is a step one. And then, of course, we review the messaging, we review the project that we're specifically designing this photo shoot for. And that comes... The, the, the most fun part is when all of that hard work is done because that work is very hard and you definitely want somebody to hold your hand through it. When that hard work is done, we sit down and we create a mood board. And we basically scour the internet for the images that inspire us, that connect with our message. We look at the competition. We do the competition analysis. We look at our favorite celebrities, for example. Celebrities are known to have great photos. And the ones that connect with the the brand, especially if the business is a personal brand. It's so easy to find celebrities that kind of like speak to the person that is behind the brand. And oh my God, we have a field day. And after that is done, we basically narrow down and create a list of must-have photos that will fuel the business. The photos have to come together with the stories that the business is trying to tell. All the stories, the list of stories that a business owner has created to promote themselves, their brand, their personal brand out there, it all comes together in that final photo shoot plan. And then we just have fun. On the day of a photo shoot, we just get together, we have a list, we know what we have to get, and everything else is just a part of it. It's just on, it's an ongoing creative experience. We get excited. At first, the person is nervous. Always. I am nervous. Hey, I'm shooting a stranger, and I'm supposed to deliver. I'm supposed to perform. It's my show. So it's a it's very exciting process. I obviously love my job, and I've had only good experiences with people. The ones that get to the photo
0: shoot. <laughs> oh, right? Exactly. Well, and you mentioned a couple of good things. I think that the first thing you mentioned was about the avatars. I think so many business owners, especially people just starting out, don't realize that that's the most critical step in their whole process mm-hmm. of work. If they, they don't get that right, then what, it doesn't matter what you do online, it's not going to work. I've worked with clients where I, they're just not make their message isn't converting. And once we really drill down and look at who they're trying to attract, it's not the right people. It's not the people that want what they have. It's the people they want to work with. And sometimes that's not the same thing, or they have to figure out a way to make it work together where the people they want to work with also need what they have. So you mentioned that you also mentioned about stories, creating stories. So can you give us an example of, If you're at a photo shoot, what would be an example of a story you would be creating for someone?
1: So easy. One of my brand stories is the fact that I am an immigrant. I have a very different point of view from the people who were born and raised in the United States. And so my stories, the the jokes that I make online, in my social media, in my news newsletter, are connected with all the stories that I'm portraying. So I have a list of them. It's like, let's say, 10, 15 stories that are in my Google Docs, and I use them constantly. So it's part of my brand. You have to have the basis of the, story, of the stories that you're going to be telling over and over to, so people start recognizing you, so people start remembering you because this is who you are. This is, this is what made you who you are today.
0: Okay, excellent, so so let's talk a little bit about, um, I, I love this question, many business owners obviously are fed up with social media. They claim it doesn't work, I alluded to that a moment ago. What advice do you have for those people?
1: Social media does work, but here's the problem that most of us are having. Here's the mistake most of us do. We show up on social media for ourselves. We don't show up for our audience show up for ourselves. Many people who are watching this will say, "Um, okay, so they post something on Facebook. But the truth is, we're expecting to be somehow valued. We expect the response. We're checking how many comments we received, how many likes, who responded. And then we feel validated. And it's all absolutely normal. But we need to make that subtle shift. And again, from Establishing that customer avatar and knowing exactly what people are expecting from us and what they will benefit from, we need to produce content based on that. But we also must keep it light because people who show up on social media, it's, it's their outlet. They're not going there to learn they're going to learn to let's say your website, right? You have a ton of content out there. So they, they, when they feel like, okay, I want to sit down and power through some of these articles, some of these videos then they, they go and do that. They don't come to Facebook or Instagram to do that. So we need to keep it light. We need to keep it conversational. We need to keep it personal, creating the connections with people. And the last thing I have to point out is the fact that we, again, because we show up for ourselves and not for others, we don't start the conversation with them. We don't go to their profile, we don't engage with them. And therefore, they're not gonna come and check us out. And nowadays, the social media algorithms are all designed to make sure that they only see the posts of people they interact with on an ongoing basis. So if we don't start that engagement first, they're never gonna see our posts. And yeah, that way social media will never work.
0: Excellent point. so um, so what you're saying it sounds to me like uh, do little or no promotion, do all uh, all about them as a business owner. it's all about the customer and I get that. So in, in your opinion then because I do this and I, I make that mistake and I, and I consider myself a social media expert, but I will share like like for instance our ideal avatar program. I'll share that on all my social platforms at different intervals that are different times, usually after or in between like thought-provoking questions or inspirational things. But how often, is there a sweet spot of how often we should be sending and, and sharing that sort of content? Because we, if as a business owner, we do want to interact with our audience, but we also want to get them to understand how we can help them in other ways like if I don't tell them that I have this great cool program about the connecting or finding your ideal avatar how are they going to know that I have it to check it out
1: mm-hmm. Yes, the promotion is part of the service. The whole showing up for them on social media is part of the service. It definitely has to be happening, not every day, but it has to be incorporating into the mess, incorporated into the messaging, into the stories that we're telling them. So, for example, showing up and doing a Facebook Live. If you're doing it once or twice a week, then once a week it should be about your promotion, but in in a in a direct way, serving the people that you are that are attracted to your profile, that are attracted to your brand's personality already. So it it's not a promotion anymore. Do you see what I mean? Uh-huh, it's a very subtle uh-huh. change there. It's, know, it's yeah. a part of service.
0: It sounds like something they're gonna need as opposed to trying to, because it's, it's all that push or pull marketing.
1: Um, exactly. We're yeah. not selling, we're helping.
0: Okay, excellent. So it's all how you position the offer as well as what you're offering, correct? And the
1: mindset, correct. And
0: obviously the imaging is so important. I totally agree with you. Um, Let's talk a little bit about um, people who want to make an impact and change the world. How can they do that using social media?
1: It's Again, it's their stories. So by creating that customer path, we have to think about every single person that is that we're connecting with imagine speaking on stage in front of the audience of 1,000 people what you're doing at that moment is you're not talking to 1,000 people you're talking to each one of them at a time yeah. Do you, do you see uh-huh. that? it's a uh-huh. sudden shift the same way about social media we're not just standing there on a the rooftop shouting stuff and our and what we do we are we have to help them see What is the next logical step? For example, they just discovered your Facebook page and they started clicking. You need to make sure that all your buttons are leading somewhere, somewhere. we're not. We don't want to sell them the course right away. We want to help them understand how we can help them. What is their pain point? What are they trying to solve? Because the moment they're on your page, they may not feel that pain necessarily. So we have to kind of remind them and, and help them understand how we can help them with that. So it's, it's small changes from step to step, from the first contact. It's like a first date. <laughs> you don't start introducing your parents and proposing, right? It's, it's right. a relationship. And we're building it with each one of them, one person at a time building these pathways throughout social media connecting with the website with your offers with your free content on YouTube on podcast whatever it is that they're doing is super important and this is where the images come in because the the text we're so we've become so spoiled and so lazy we don't want to read we want to see bullet points and we want to see photos
0: that's so true visual converts I don't know what the statistic is. Last time I read, it was like eighty-five percent, over fifteen percent to the people who just just people who just post text. So, Um, but I am not sure about that statistic. So don't quote me. (laughs) You know I want to mention I want to go back a little bit because you talked about you know you know just having a great logo and and just some graphics and how it's not really enough. What is a good mix between like graphics? uh, your, your logo. And then the, the photo photographs that you personally take, because obviously, um, unless you're a photographer or, and I know there are a lot of people who just do pictures on their, their mobile phone and that's all they post. And that's great because that's definitely unique personal content. But what's a nice mix between say those graphics you design through Canva or through Adobe Photoshop or whatever you're using and and your, um, again, your logo and then the photos that you might take, that, for instance, like you would do.
1: Right. So we're talking about different aspects of the online presence. Let's take the website, for example. I am yet to see a website that is designed using just the cell phone photos. Right. But- not entirely impossible because the quality of the photos that we're taking with the cell phone has improved dramatically Mm -hmm. and I will totally if the website is well designed in terms of the customer experience and in terms of those pathways for people to follow and it can totally have just the cell phone pictures right well, I'm, talking
0: more, I'm talking more social media because I think that what most people are interested in is because we talked about this how we're how it's is it working and how what what works best. And I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it from you, the expert
1: On social media cell phone photos are absolutely okay and even more so. I am strongly encouraging everybody to create a healthy mix of the photos that they're creating themselves on the run, consisting of selfies and pictures of locations or circumstances or whatever it is they're doing or working on and and mixing them along with the graphics. Graphics are nice to attract attention and to pass on the message visually fast, right? But it's not gonna create the personal connection. The personal connection is created through that mix Of personal content personal visual content the selfies you're at the conference you met somebody cool you definitely want to post that picture and tag them the additional bonus to that is they might actually allow it on their profile and more people will see and find out about you um so yes the the professional photos are great for when you're designing your website for presentations, uh, for the PR purposes, anything where people actually need to see your face and interact with you in a professional capacity. But once they land on your social media, they want to know who you are. They want to know whether you're a coffee drinker or a tea drinker. They want to be in a club. So you need to give them that. And definitely just Canva graphics is not going to create that right.
0: I agree. But I, and I think it's, I think you're right. You have to have a nice balance. I'm going to switch gears a little bit because at the beginning we talked about you being from the Soviet union. So we live in a country of immigrants and you're a first generation American immigrant yourself. How can strong visual branding help entrepreneurs reach a wide variety of American families? Some of whom may not have English as their first language.
1: Exactly the same way. <laughs> <laughs> images translate. Images, we are all, regardless of our culture and our upbringing, whether we're, whatever the religion is, wherever country we grew up in, our ancestors have used vision for generations and generations, for I don't know how many hundreds and thousands of years, that's all history. We use vision. For our survival, we use vision to identify the dangerous situations or find a mate. Hello, uh-huh. Uh-huh. find food. So the visuals, the vision is the most ins- important sense to stimulate when we are presented with online. I'm sorry, what was the question? I'm totally <laughs> <here>. <laughs> uh
0: Talking about reaching the, uh, the, the non, uh, maybe the immigrant.
1: Yes, right. So exactly so again for them for some people who just immigrated it's going to be a little harder to read through tons of english text because we have to sit and translate it a lot of times with a dictionary thank god for google translate nowadays but <laughs> All right that button and the text shows up that's great but it's it's not perfect <laughs> It's not perfect. And the images are still the best way to connect with people. Create that connection. Are you holding a mug? There's a hot beverage in it, right? It's, it's steaming. Something's going on. You're laughing. That photo of you in that action is connecting people with you. Because being human, being a little dorky, a little different is, is what gets us closer to people. Because we're all so um afraid that we will be judged and and it's so normal by the way even though we all want to be strong and independent we're all little girls and boys inside who want to be loved and those images of people who we can trust immediately connect us with them
0: so even though you recommend having a good professional photograph obviously and, and I and I totally agree with that because I, I think that it's almost feeling like a bait and switch when you actually meet a person in person and it's happened, you know we're, we live in a society now that you never know when you're going to run into. So I have sat at a restaurant and people come up to me and said, Hey, I follow you on LinkedIn. Thank God my photo looks exactly like me. Now I do my professional shot every two years. Is there a rule of thumb that you recommend? Uh, should it be maybe more often? Is it, a, because when you get a certain age, you know, I personally think, you know, maybe in your 40s, you don't have to do it quite as often because you don't change that much. But once you reach a certain age and what are what's your professional opinion about that?
1: Basically, when people start telling you that you look nothing like your photo, it's time to, (laughs) (laughs) that's, that's the bottom line. Seriously, you just want to be recognizable and relatable in your photo. And one little tip, you guys, whoever you hire, when you go out there, don't go like this right no crossed arms don't block your body show them that you're open open your heart open arm language nothing crossed be friendly and even if they
0: do, and even and i know even if they do just a, a shot from here you can feel that in the photograph just by the way a person's standing it's so rigid so, so
1: that is kind of depending on photographer finding somebody who is who is able to relax in front of the camera is a huge deal because a lot of normal people are afraid of the lens. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh my God, what about my double chin? What about Uh, my... Oh yeah, you know,
0: it's like, can we put some rubber bands back here?
1: Everything, yeah. And in a still photo, everything comes out because you don't move. There are no distractions. There are all of these things that are distracting. Are showing up so we're of course nervous finding a photographer who will be able to prove to you that you you can totally trust them and who will bring out that personality and create the image that is alive will create more trust even in a simple headshot where it's just your top shoulders seriously just the way you're looking and how you're feeling at the moment the shutter clicks is making all the difference
0: so any other tips for professional photographs that you would recommend because obviously we'd all love to hire you
1: where do I begin,
0: <laughs>
1: do I begin Right. <clears throat> it's all about finding the right photographer the one that you trust if you like what they're showing online in their Portfolio and you can have a conversation with them and you feel that they're listening to you It's worth exploring because a lot of people just want to sell
0: right Yeah I agree. So, it's, it's all about building that relationship first, just like you mentioned on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's. Uh, I know we're almost out of time, so we'll wrap it up here with a couple last questions. How can business owners optimize their overall brand story to attract the customers they want?
1: Start with the avatar. Write down your stories. Create them. Write them down. Figure it out. Ha- figure out how it's, connect- it's all connecting to the audience how your values are connected to the audience's values. It is so easy to market, to promote, to sell, to help people who you know, who you know exactly what they want from you. When, when you've done that hard work at the beginning, work with Haiti.
0: <laughs> <laughs> work with Irena. Irena. Work with Haiti, <laughs> figure out all
1: those details, do all that hard work. It's impossible to do it alone. I've tried so many times
0: it's like someone who doesn't have a coach that coaches others I don't think that there that's there's a disconnect there exactly <laughs> well, you'd mentioned stories I want to just go back just a quick second um, should our stories all be connected in some way or interconnected or can we can we share independent stories the so stories that one story that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the other but it has to do with your brand how do, how is how would that work
1: so there are, there are basis stories for the brand that for example if you're a personal brand which i am assuming what we're talking about then it's always the stories about the person behind the brand so we have those defined the immigrant the creative the mother the the child whatever relationships that are important in our life that are um, through which we bring value to the world whatever contribution it is in the form of our professional work or personal work that we deliver you know how sometimes people are struggling with the disease they 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 win they win the battle with the cancer and they have so much to tell that becomes is that that becomes a story of their brand one of the stories of their brand okay. um, and then there are also stories that we share of our daily going ons. So whenever we go into the conference whenever we work into the client the case studies all these things are also stories so there's there are separated and of course we need to incorporate them all you can't just talk about your dog all week <laughs>
0: Oh, I have friends who do that, but that's but that's another story. I know. How
1: successful are they?
0: <laughs> what, what question would you like to answer that I have not asked?
1: What question do I have? Hmm.
0: Is there anything we haven't covered? Let's put that's really the bottom line. Is there anything really important that we haven't covered? Because you know, with 30 minutes, we can't talk about everything in of course. photography. Of course.
1: So I want to encourage um, Everyone, to explore with creating their own visual content, with creating their own photos. You do not need to hire a professional photographer for everything. You definitely don't. They're not going to be there every day when something photo shoot worthy happens. Just when, when we have somebody on staff who is easy to snap a photo with a phone, it is great. Um, but getting a little basic training in photography. Just a small course that will teach you the basics of the composition, the lighting, and how to use your smartphone to the best of its ability because it's a tiny little camera will help tremendously to improve that social media feed and those connections. I find that that personal connection, if it's not created nowadays, their attention is gone. We, we have to connect with them on the first date. <laughs> right. Right, exactly. So, yes, so the, the smartphone photos, and I'm promoting the course uh, right now that I've created on the smartphone photography. Oh, wonderful. What
0: is and that called? Tell us about
1: that. It's actually called Smartphone Photography 101 Business Edition. There is no other edition. It's kind of funny <laughs> because <laughs> I only work with business owners. Um, and this is where I teach other business owners how to create photos for their Instagram, for their social media, and also encourage them to explore the stories that they can create. So it's part photography course, part inspiration in terms of what kind of content can I create for my business. And my clients include, my students include the interior designers, the life coaches. Uh, who do I have? I have a travel um Entrepreneur, a travel person who is helping people with their travel arrangements. We're
0: having fun. So is this a course that you take online?
1: Yes, it's a pre-recorded online course and I do live trainings as well. And it's it's an going support as long as they want. I've actually created a coupon code just for your organization. Oh, if
0: you would like to use it. Yes, yes. Give me that information and I'll make sure we post it with the with the, the replay as well.
1: Perfect. So I'll send that to you. So the
0: course is called Smartphone Photography 101 Business Edition.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: And and um And the coupon code is?
1: And the coupon code is WECAI underscore March 8th.
0: Is March 8th uh, lowercase? Uh, Lowercase? Doesn't matter. Okay, so WECAI underscore March 8th. Excellent. So, um, and they can find this on your website?
1: Yes, I will send you a link to directly. Okay. To
0: the Fantastic! Course. You can put it right in the chat, and I can. Uh, if you want to s- click on chat and put it right in there, then I can uh, make sure I get that as well. Um, so, um, what's next for you?
1: Expanding my speaking career. I love going on stage and sharing all this, <laughs> all this stuff with people. I find it fascinating that in our world. People talk a lot about good copy and good marketing strategies and all kinds of sales funnels, but the most obvious thing, the visuals are not addressed as well. So I'm hoping to change that.
0: Excellent, so do you, um, where, are you where do you live? Where are you, you're in um, New Jersey? No. I'm in
1: New Jersey, yes, New York yeah. City.
0: So you have, you, I'm sure there's a National Speakers Association chapter nearby. Have you been yeah, to their meetings?
1: I'm a part of that. <laughs>
0: excellent. Excellent. Because so I'm a member of the Florida Speakers um, and have been for 25 years. There, It's just one of the best organizations for people who are looking to expand their speaking business. So thank you.
1: I learned. Remember,
0: if you ever come to Florida, come and visit our chapter. We have an amazing chapter. And a couple, of, in fact, two of our 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 president and our president elect are both from New New York, New Jersey area, and their transplants. And um, amazing people. Amazing.
1: I forgot the name of your president, but <laughs>
0: Keith Harmeyer, Keith Harmeyer is our president,
1: uh-huh. and
0: and Jean Moroney is our president elect. Both are from up the, in the New York area, and have been members of the i'm not sure it's the new england speakers association or which one it is but i think it's two different chapters they were members of but anyway excellent so uh, what is the best way to get in contact with you
1: so you can email me at irina at irina
0: i-r-i-n-a correct
1: yes you find me on instagram under i am irina leone i always check my direct messages i've built
0: Instagram is I am Irina Leone.
1: Yes. Excellent.
0: And, um, I think I've asked all the questions you'll and you gave me the coupon code and we'll, I'll give them the link to the program. Is it on your website? Your, your
1: yes it is. You can link to the trainings on the website and you'll find it.
0: Well, it has been a pleasure speaking with you today. I want to thank our audience who gets to watch the replay for listening to us and uh, learn a little bit more about professional photography and how important it is to impact your brand and to connect with your audience. We've been talking to Irina Leone at IrinaLeone.com. And again, this is Heidi from Women in E-Commerce, The Entrepreneur Show. And we are just delighted to have presented this program to you today. Irina, thank you again for being with us. Thank you, Haiti. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. Have a great day.
1: You too. Thank you.